Hello, my balls of sunshine. How are you? I have missed you. I've really missed you. It's been a couple of weeks since we had an episode of the groceries, but I am back. I am now resurrected from the dead. I'm going to update you on where my where my soul has been at recently. It's been a turbulent time, and that's why I haven't really posted um, a groceries episode recently. I've been going through a lot of turbulence, a lot of overwhelm, but now I feel like a phoenix rising from the ashes. A big old cycle has come to an end in my life, and now is the rebirthing process. And I remember hearing recently in an interview with the artist, music artist called Grimes, she was saying that she, now she's a mother, she has a child or two children, she recognizes that the process of birth for a child is actually very traumatizing and is very difficult for a baby to come into this world and have so much of this sensory stimuli and input all the time and it's a very overwhelming process to come into this world and feel this sense of disorientation and I feel like that's also the kind of experience that we go through as well whenever we're going through very big and significant changes in our lives where we are going through periods of rebirth and essentially being reborn into new and more expanded versions of, us, of ourselves and it's very important my friends to recognize that times of turbulence and uncertainty is actually where magic can occur. It's where you are being purified, it's where you are being tested essentially as to your inner strength and whether you will repeat old patterns and old cycles or whether or not you will choose a new and brighter trajectory. So if you are feeling a lot right now, if you're going through a lot of changes right now, my friend, you're not alone. So please grab a cup of tea. I don't have a beverage for you today except this bottle of water, but I hope that's okay. Um, I'm currently trying to find my bearings because this week and how how are you by the way? It's been a long it's been a long time. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, so please update me on how you are, how these couple of weeks have been for you. Please also let me know if you've also been experiencing a lot of intense emotions or turbulence or uncertainty right now because I I have definitely been feeling it and I just want to let you know that you're not alone you're never really alone um, but I have a very big feeling intuitively that for a lot of us there is a lot of shifts that are happening right now very deep energetic shifts and something that came to mind that I want to talk to you about in this episode of the groceries and by the way if you're new if you're new then welcome this is a space where we are growing the garden of our lives together talking about life creativity self-love and transformation and spirituality so I'm delivering to you food for thought food for heart and food for your ever hungry spirit so that you can grow the garden of your life here on earth with all of us here, with this little community that we've got going on. So please, if you're new, introduce yourself and let me know where you are in the world joining us today. But I would like to discuss something with you today that is called shadow purging. And this 
thought kind of came to my mind yesterday as I was falling asleep. I was just kind of watching my mind and drifting off to sleep. And shadow purging is something that we inevitably will experience at very pivotal points in our lives where a lot of change is occurring and a lot of transformation is necessitated. Because if you are committed and devoted to your spiritual journey and letting go of everything that is not you and does not belong to you, like your conditioning, your programming, the negativity, etc., then you will reach certain very significant events or times in your life where new chapters must be opened, but in order to do so, old chapters must be closed. And I've recently been in intuiting this energy of shadow purging in my own life that I want to share with you, where basically this purging of everything that you need to look at, this purging of everything that has been stuck and suppressed and unprocessed for perhaps years will come to the fore, will come to the surface in a very heightened and exacerbated way as a means of essentially waking you up and saying to you, deal with this before you can upgrade to the next level. You must look at this, you must face this, you must purge out these old emotional patterns or habits or dysfunctional ways of thinking before you can essentially elevate your consciousness. And so this is why we must see periods of darkness and pain as being equally important as the periods where things feel light and fanciful and you've got no problems in the world. Because it's through those dark moments of doubt of challenge where we start to slip back into victimhood or we start to slip back into self-pity or we start to think everything's going wrong these are very pivotal times where the universe is not trying to punish you the universe is not testing you necessarily but it's it's almost as a, a test of your faith it's a test of are you going to keep on repeating the same ways of feeling are you going to keep on thinking the same negative thought patterns are you going to keep on feeding this old egoic way of seeing yourself or interacting with the world or are you going to choose clarity instead and purge out everything that wants to come up so that you can choose something new and that you can choose to have faith and trust instead <clears throat> and shadow purging is something that will happen when we go through major changes in our lives like let's say for example well I'm gonna give you examples of my own life so it's been very difficult for me these past two weeks. I've really been feeling a lot of destabilization in my nervous system. And for context, I am basically very dedicated now to nomadic life, which means traveling around. And my parents moved to the Philippines, so they sold up their home. And um, last week, or this week, I had to move out of the place that I had been living temporarily and I essentially don't have a base home to go to right now in England except I have a, a home in the Philippines which is on the other side of the world but I really had to and I was saying in a previous groceries I believe that I'm really excited I'm really excited that I'm not really going to have anywhere to go and I'm going to see where this adventure takes me next but I think some shadow purging really had to occur because it really hit me uh, when I left or no, just before I left the flat that I was living in, that, oh my gosh, I am leaving the hometown that I've lived in for all of my life, pretty much. I'm 22 years old, old and I've lived there for 18 plus years, well, three years I went to uni, 
and I'm leaving this place for good, this place where I crystallised so much of how I saw myself, where I crystallised so many, the bulk majority of the memories that I've made in, in my lifetime, who I grew up as, who I was as a child, who I was as a teenager, I am now having to let go of a huge chunk of how I've identified myself by leaving this hometown and knowing that I have no reason to go back there now that I've left and now that my parents don't live there anymore, my sister doesn't live there anymore. It's now, it was a really big realization to me that, wow, this huge chapter and cycle in my life that has been prevailing for so long in my life is now coming to an end. And I think the worry, the worry about where I was gonna go or what I was gonna be doing or where I'm gonna be traveling to, all just compounded on top of each other and I started worrying about financial things I started just thinking it was kind of like an offset of oh my gosh okay I feel really worried I feel really worried I feel really scared I feel very vulnerable because I'm really having to put my trust and faith into the universe that I'm gonna have somewhere to go I'm gonna have somewhere to live and that things are gonna work out for me and so these past two weeks just before I left the flat I started to have a mini anxiety attack. I had this really overwhelming f sense of fear just and, and panic just overcome me out of the blue. Well, it seemed out of the blue at the time. I was just having dinner with my partner and it just all of a sudden I just felt incredibly anxious and it really awoke something within me that I had not felt for a really long time because I haven't felt any sort of anxiety to that degree and feelings of almost being uh, on the verge of a panic attack since I was, I don't know, uh, maybe 18 or so because I used to experience that those feelings of panic whenever for example I would take psychedelics or when I was younger and I had um, a really adverse uh, reaction to weed I always seemed to have very triggering panicky feelings of impending doom from those experiences which I'll probably talk about in another groceries but those events really triggered a deep like sense of fear within me and a sense of impending doom where I just felt really out of control and I would fear in the past I would really fear feeling panicky again like I would fear the feeling of panic and dread more so than anything that was I was consciously worrying about at the time because it made me feel so out of control so I had last week um, mini anxiety attack and then I just thought I just feel really weird like what's, what's wrong with me what's happening I, I feel so scared and it was so exhausting and taxing to my nervous system to just feel that deep sense of panic and feeling like out of touch with reality and just feeling so worried and then I had another one when I was on the bus coming down south of England and the reason I'm telling you this and sharing this with you is because I honestly felt so so very vulnerable these past two weeks feeling things that were very painful for me and very confusing to me um, that I hadn't really felt in a while and I started to really fall into a ne deep negativity like there were a lot of things these past couple of weeks which is why I haven't really been present to create a video for you like a longer one but I've been experiencing this intense shadow purging these last two weeks of things coming to the surface that were un unprocessed, like a lot of grief of leaving my hometown, a lot of grief over the life that I used to live there and all these memories that I was kind of grieving the loss of and feeling sad about and I was grieving a lot of 
and feeling a lot of guilt over things that I'd been reflecting on um, and choices that I'd made and there was all this, this stuff coming up all this gunk coming up to the surface and I even I'm going to share with you for the first time in two years I've been doing YouTube for over two years now for the first time since I started I hit my first ever deep feeling of failure because I started to equate external measures of progress like on my channel and the growth of my channel with my self-worth and so out of the blue it just seemed like all these different things were hitting me all at once and really coming out of the surface like the feelings of panic that I haven't felt for years feelings of grief that I didn't even know I had feelings of guilt that I didn't know I had of just like berating myself for things that I had I had done that I was still unconsciously punishing myself for and this feeling of failure just all hit me at once so it was very taxing to my nervous system I really feel like especially moving moving location and not having a bait home was quite destabilizing for my root chakra but amidst all of this amidst the pain and I was just feeling very anxious and very alone and scared and confused and I just felt very very vulnerable but I knew I really really knew that all of it is purposed all of your pain is always purposed nothing nothing ever happens by coincidence you must always know within your soul that nothing happens by accident there is always purpose and meaning behind everything that you experience even the things that you perceive to be bad so these past couple of weeks I was just feeling like I just feel so bad I feel so terrible like I haven't felt that way in such a long time I I thought this is the kind of uh, perfectionistic ego coming into play that I was observing of you've already worked on this I thought you had already worked on this by now I thought you'd already done work on this and so we obstruct our healing when we tell ourselves things like that because we we have no control over whether we experience a lot of shadow emotions we have no control over when low frequency emotions are being purged out of us it's just part of the process of healing and it's actually something that we should see as being very beneficial and conducive because life is always triggering and poking different aspects of ourselves that we are yet to be conscious of both the positive and the negative so if we see that life is always triggering us and activating different hurt parts within us that need to be healed, that need to be nurtured, that need to be let go of, then nothing is accidental. Nothing is accidental. And I really had to solidify and recrystallize my faith in the divine plan and knowing that any pain that comes up is actually a really good thing. Any negativity that I'm being shown inside of myself is actually a good thing because you can only let go of something that you are firstly aware of. If you're not even aware that you're overthinking, if you're not even aware that you're based in a mentality of lack, if you're not even aware that you have these suppressed, hidden emotions of great grief, of guilt, of shame, of lack, then how are you gonna purge them out? How are you gonna let go of them? So we must always zoom out and see the higher picture of our pain, knowing that when different events unfold that kind of trigger us and make us feel defeated 
or make us fall back into a sense of self-pity and that we're, we're mulling over and dwelling in our problems, this is where, for example, the ego becomes so magnified and so intensified that we have to look at it, that we are forced to look at it in a new way we have not been asked to before. And that's why, for example, when you go through periods of change, even though you know that good things may be on the horizon, even though you know that you're expanding to the next level, even though you know that you're, you're growing and you're expanding and you're experiencing better things, these are actually the points, especially just before that happens, just before you break free into more liberation, just before you break free into more love and joy for life, you might actually find that there's a, there's a period in which you begin to regress. These are the points where big transformational things are going to happen for you. There's a point where our ego will flare up more than ever. And I notice this a lot in my clients that I coach, where they'll start implementing new changes in their lives. They'll start seeing themselves in a new way. They'll start seeing themselves in a more positive light and discarding and becoming aware of any thought patterns that are obstructing them from seeing their inner greatness. And they'll start getting the momentum on these changes and feeling lighter. And then all of a sudden they will feel like, oh my God, I just feel like I'm back, back at square one all over again. And they'll feel this sense of all the density that has been wanting to be purged out coming to the surface. And I call this, for example, uh, a mind attack. A mind attack is where there is a resurfacing of egoic thought patterns such as I'm worthless, I'm no good at this, I'm a failure, this is what I was experiencing the other week, or I'm not going to get anywhere, or I'm not confident enough, or just any of your inner demons basically, anything that you berate yourself for, you will find that during these mind attacks, a very deep inner reaction is evoked from you. And you start to really experience a lot of heaviness, a lot of density, and you might feel like you're regressing. You might feel like a sense of defeat but it is very important at these times to know that there is two trajectories you can go on. You can either keep on repeating and energizing and feeding into self-pity and victimhood and powerlessness and feelings of fear and feelings of low self-worth. And you can energize those thought patterns by believing in them and by identifying with them and believing that everything's gonna be shit all the time, whatever. Or you choose the trajectory that is more aligned with your inner godliness and your inner divinity. Which one sounds better to you? Which one sounds like something that you know is destined for you? And if you're on the spiritual path, you will know that you want to head towards what is light. You want to head towards what is good. You want to feel more freedom. And so whenever there is an amplification of negative thought patterns, or negative emotions that feel uncomfortable. I know it's uncomfortable, I know. <laughs> I really do know that you face it with a sense that you know that it is purposeful, that you know that it has meaning. You know that nothing happens by coincidence and that there is a purpose behind your pain. Everything in life is teaching you. Everything is teaching you how to be stronger. Everything is teaching you how to be wiser. Everything is teaching you how to become a more expanded individual. We are learning every single day. Not just from the times where everything's rainbows and sunshine, but we are also learning from hardship. We're learning from the conflicts that we feel inside of ourselves. 
we are learning from the negativity that appears inside of ourselves because it's showing us what we actually need to let go of. And so whenever you experience a mind attack, and I'm going to explain that a little bit further by saying that it's a re-emergence and an amplification of thought patterns that are based in a sense of me, myself and I. So what I was experiencing was, I just, I was witnessing it, I was watching this all come up inside of me and feeling this pain of just feeling like, I'm a failure, I'm a failure and I'm not going to get anywhere. And that was a very painful process to go through, to be witnessing these kinds of thoughts and to feel the gravitational pull that they can have. But the main thing you must remember when you start to experience a mind attack that's telling you mean things about yourself, like I'm lazy or I'm not worth anything or I'm no good at things or I'm not good enough. Firstly, you notice that this is like an entity that is trying to live through you. And that's how cunning and clever the ego can be because it can really convince us that these beliefs are true. And if you've, if you've been attached to them for so long, they will have a very strong gravitational pull on you. And that's why we can feel the pull of their energetic charge on us whenever we experience that pain. And it can feel, when you're sat in that disturbance and you feel that shadow purging out of you, even if you're not consciously aware of what it is, it can feel very painful. And it can feel like that's the only thing that you can see. It can feel like negativity is the only thing that you can see in that moment because that, that disturbance has such a gravitational pull on you. And it's, it's so charged with dense energy. It's so charged with heaviness. It's so charged with feelings like shame or guilt or fear or anger that it kind of can, can consume us in those moments. And it's something that you must really learn to surrender to. And that's really the process that I've been going through these couple of past weeks of feeling that intense amplification of everything that I perceive to be going wrong in my life coming to the surface for me to look at. Which is why I feel that that's why I experienced feelings of panic that I haven't felt in years. It was a, a jolt to my nervous system that was reminding me of there's still residual pain from those experiences of panic you had before that need to be dealt with. But what we must always realize is that whenever we do experience a shadow purging of old suppressed low frequency emotions and thought patterns that are based in lack and negativity is that we always have the power to transmute them. They are not there for no reason. They are being shown to you and they are being drawn out to you for you to really transmute them, to alchemize them. And when you get on the other side and you do that, and I'm going to explain, you know, how we can do that through going through my own inner process, you will see that on the other side of your pain is bliss. On the other side of your pain is wisdom. You'll become so much wiser, so much stronger and more resilient as a result of really facing those suppressed feelings and blockages that are sitting inside of you. And I know that it's painful sometimes. I know that it's challenging. When I was experiencing those feelings, the high anxiety last week, I just, I really felt lost in it. I felt like, am I gonna be this way forever? Which is also similar to thought patterns that I would have whenever I experienced anxiety attacks in the past. I would have this feeling of like, am I gonna be this way forever? Will I ever return back to normal? Because my anxiety was so high that 
I just felt like I couldn't cope and interact with, with life in a normal way. But I went through that and those experiences at the age of like 15. And now I'm 22 and I'm wiser. <laughs> I'm wiser. Those experiences made me stronger. They made me more capable of handling feelings like anxiety and fear. They made me a, a wiser woman through transmuting them. And I, I believe that those things had to happen that way. And I do really believe that the past two weeks that has been very difficult for me, they had, it had to happen that way. It had to happen that way. So that I could really go down this path of new change, of not really having a base home and really committing to nomadic life with more faith, with more trust in myself and with more trust in the universe. Because when you start to perceive things in your life as being wrong, as if you think they should not be happening, which is what I was experiencing last week when I was resisting the feelings of panic and anxiety, that's when we are actually resisting growth the most. And that's when we are actually mis misplacing our trust and we're doubting, we're doubting God. And I know it can be very easy to do that sometimes, especially when you're lost in that disturbance and you feel like things are just falling apart or things just, you feel a lot of negativity or you feel so overwhelmed. It can be so hard to connect back with, okay, this is purposeful, this is meaningful in my life. I'm actually glad that this is happening, but this is very important to always shift back to what is the divine trying to teach me right now? Am I being shown how to have more faith? Am I being shown how to let go of control more? Am I being shown that I need to trust more deeply that things are going to un unravel the way that the divine wants them to? And that we have to surrender our own little idea of how things should be. Because it's by, it's when we say that things are wrong, it's by saying that things shouldn't be happening and we don't want to be feeling this way that's where our resistance builds and builds and we get in the habit of resisting life rather than yielding to what life has to offer. And so I'm reading this book, which by the way, the lady that I'm staying with right now, she put this book out for me just randomly. I'm actually really great at manifesting books for some reason. Like I just managed to attract books that uh, all the time from people, which is really cool. But this book, she mentions that we have to be very selective about the ways in which we perceive events in our life. And if we fall into the trap of believing that something is negative or saying that this is a bad thing and that this shouldn't have happened. And actually she says that whenever we experience something painful or we feel helpless or out of control and we feel disorientated and destabilized, those are the points, like for example, when we're shadow purging and everything seems to be crumbling and falling apart, those are the points in which you actually have to say, and you habitually, well, you habituate saying to yourself and saying to the universe, this is actually the best thing that's ever happened to me. And she says that if you say that during a very painful time or a time of a lot of change where things don't feel like they're going right, according to your mind, then you will actually start to see the beauty in your pain. You will actually start to see that actually, even the lows are just as necessary as the highs that we experience in life because they are even greater teachers for us. They are teaching us how to transform our pain 
so that's that's what I've been encoding into my reality right now is saying to myself that the pain that I've been going through recently and the anxiety and the fear and I slipped into feelings of like helplessness and feeling so out of control and just worrying and worrying and worrying now that I have transmuted those things I'm saying to myself that it's actually the best thing that's ever happened to me because otherwise I wouldn't be sitting in this field talking to you about it and helping you through your own process so actually in this beautiful field I want to show you this tree actually I hope you can see this tree this lovely tree it's a very beautiful tree that I really like and it's just so majestic so so majestic we can learn a lot from trees and especially big ones like that that are just very solid and firm and rooted and I actually asked the tree I asked the tree well I spoke to that tree over there there's a one similar over there and I asked the tree can you show me how to be rooted like you because I was feeling I was still feeling the residue of anxiety like my nervous system was just out of whack really this past few few weeks like racing heartbeat feeling like no appetite because my stomach just felt in bits because of the adrenaline and I asked the tree can you show me how to be rooted like you and I gave the tree the tree a hug and then I woke up today feeling a lot more calm a lot more grounded and a lot more wise because my boyfriend recently told me that you are both the youngest and the wisest that you have ever been right now and I'm just gonna let that let that marinate let that marinate in your beautiful consciousness right now you are the youngest you'll ever be and also the wisest at the same time and I'm sure that's not his quote I think it's like a famous quote from someone but allow that to really sink in right now that you're so you're actually so wise you're you're more ready than you have ever been in your life and whenever we're going through change we might resist things saying that I'm not ready for this I'm not ready like I'm not good enough yet I'm not strong enough yet I'm not wise enough yet I'm not confident enough yet but honey you're already ready <laughs> your soul's already ready it's only your mind telling you that you're not you're not ready that you can't handle things but in truth you are more more equipped than you have ever been in your whole life right now you have more inner resources and more wisdom and knowledge and embodied knowledge than you have ever had before so knowing this that's how we invite more of a trust into ourselves so that we can approach life with open arms and enthusiasm so those these past two weeks I really did feel from the flare-ups of the mind attacks of feeling like I'm failing and not getting anywhere and every single I knew this I knew this intellectually but I had to experience it in embodied form but every creative entrepreneur every light worker light artist knows that at some point you're going to face some deep setbacks on your journey I've been I've been very blessed in the sense that I really I really love doing YouTube and I I always feel like I'm creatively inspired to make videos and I feel like I've never really uh, burnt out but it really dawned on me lately that in two years it seems that I have not really made that much progress and growth and I think it really hit me and I started to internalize that as me doing something wrong or am I not good enough? Do people not want to 
receive what I have to offer. And it's moments like that where you start to experience the mind questioning you. You start to question and doubt yourself. But we must always remember in those times that, you know, the setbacks are gonna be there. You're gonna face doubt. And I've been, I've been very blessed that in these two years, I've not really thought about it too much and not really given too much attention to numbers and subscribers, etc. But I also feel like at this point in my life where I'm really dedicating myself and I really feel like there's a real rebirth happening on my channel in who I am and the things I want to offer, where I just felt, it's the thing I was talking about earlier of before you experience a very big, exponential and exciting change where a more expanded version of yourself that just prior to that you might actually meet your ego in a very upgraded it's kind of like on a video game when you're meeting the boss right you've killed you've killed some of the little uh monsters along the way and you gain some X exp points and then all of a sudden you meet the boss but the boss is always there usually before you upgrade to the next level. So the boss is always there to challenge you, to challenge you before you're, you make a big change in your life, before you get to the next level, before you upgrade, it's going to challenge you and test your faith, test your strength and test you on everything and all the experience that you've accumulated up until now. So you've been collecting EXP points your entire life in different areas, different aspects in self-trust you've been gaining experience points in that you've been gaining experience points in how to love yourself more how to love other people more how to forgive other people how to process inner pain so it's all it's all like a mini game really and then you meet the boss and there's going to be that your your boss will look different to other people's boss so a different key points in your life you're going to face different bosses as you close one chapter of your life and you open new ones where you have access to new opportunities you have access to higher frequency situations people and places being magnetized to you you have access to higher frequency thought forms and emotions before you access those most likely you will meet a boss beforehand and the boss is like an intense amplification of Everything that you must purge. The boss is essentially your shadow meeting you in an in a amplified form. That's why, for example, before we take big leaps of faith or before we really step into our power, those are the moments in which we will actually start to face the most doubt and resistance. And this is not a bad thing. I've really been realizing from experiencing this emotional pain that this is not a bad thing. This is what I actually like to call your right of initiation. This is like a rite of passage. When you're going from one chapter of your life to the next and you're stepping up as a more expanded individual, you're stepping up as a greater entrepreneur or you're stepping up as a greater artist, you're stepping up and claiming your inner divinity and your powers and activating more of your inner godliness. Just before that happens, you will face your boss you will face your shadows, you will face, you will basically be faced with an amplification and emergence of everything that must be shared in order for you to level up, in order for you to experience that expanded version of yourself. 
because you can't go there and you can't experience a higher frequency reality that is more harmonious with the truth of who you actually are and your true essence of joy if you're still carrying all the gunk and junk with you from the previous level. So knowing this, we must see that life is always showing us the things that we must let go of. So I experienced that feeling of failure as my first deep setback. The first time that I really deeply questioned, you know, what am I doing? What am I doing with this channel? What am I even getting anywhere? And feeling this deep sense of internalized failure, that was actually something that I'm now grateful for. I'm grateful for that because it's, it's that emergence and life is actually helping me to purge out these painful patterns of self-doubt so that I can actually believe in myself and remember what it feels like to believe in myself. Because remember that whenever you're purging things and you're experiencing the shadow purging of low vibrational thought patterns and habits and dysfunctional ways of being, of self-sabotage, we must always know that actually these things are just distortions. They're just distortions. And it's very important that you remind yourself not to identify with them when they appear. Because in the moment when you have like a mind attack and you're experiencing the self-doubt or the fear or the resistance, you'll feel quite gridlocked in that reality. And your life and the way that you perceive of life will become tainted by that negativity, which is what was happening for me last week. And I just thought everything's going wrong. And then once I saw the negative in one thing, I just started to focus on the negative in another thing. And so it was just like a bombardment, an overwhelming feeling of why is everything going wrong? But behind all of that, we must remember that we are there to witness it. And this is, this is how we really transmute and purge out the shadow effectively, is we do our best to witness it and not resist it. Because when you experience pain, and when I was experiencing the fear and the panic, my immediate reaction is to resist it because I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. And this is normal. This is normal. It's just been habituated into us that we don't actually surrender to our painful feelings and we try and push them away. But this is why shadow purging is very real and important to acknowledge in our lives and start witnessing where in your life are you shadow purging. Perhaps it's in your intimate relationships and there's a flare up of your inner insecurities. That's a form of shadow purging. It's not things going bad and things going wrong in your relationship and everything being messed up. That's a distorted, negative way of seeing things through your conditioning. But there's a, a expanded spiritual perspective that actually this is really helping me to show where I am not secure within myself. This is showing me the, the jealousy or the doubt or the fear and the mistrust that has been locked inside of me that I need to become aware of. And as soon as you notice that, okay, this is just a game. This is just a game of different things that I need to become aware of and different things that I need to learn from. That makes it so much easier and it reduces some of the heaviness and the seriousness with which comes with a time of pain or change or overwhelm. Because last week I was like, I was taking everything so seriously. I was just like, oh God, I just feel so sad right now. I feel so scared. Honestly, I just felt so scared. So scared that why is everything seeming to fall apart? But the truth is that when things fall apart and they crumble away, it actually is an opportunity for us to see more of the truth and the light of the situation and to really connect into our true power 
knowing that from any difficult situation we can always extract lessons. We can always extract more awareness. Or not really extract it, because awareness already belongs to us, but it's an opportunity for us to just really connect back to our awareness and our inner wisdom. So in order to transmute and really allow the shadow purging to take place, you must not resist the process. You must be okay and surrender to painful feelings. And sometimes I actively feel them. If there is, I notice if I'm feeling slightly lethargic or I'm feeling slightly down, I know that it's because there is an unacknowledged suppressed feeling within my consciousness that I am unwilling to feel. Because if that were not there, then I'd already feel full of vitality. I'd feel lighter, I'd feel freer. And I'd be worrying less because the energy wouldn't be trying to manifest through thoughts. Because when you suppress your feelings and you don't want to feel feelings, you don't want to feel bad and you push them away, consciously or unconsciously, that energy gets blocked inside of you. And because it can't move through your body because you're not allowing it to be released, it will manifest through your thoughts. So you'll be overthinking and over analyzing things and just there'll be a lot of thoughts going on in your head. So when you're experiencing shadow purging, you must surrender to the experience. Like I really had to feel into the feelings of grief over the lost, mem lost memories or lost sense of identity. And to be honest, it really felt like a part of me was dying. A huge part of me was dying. It literally felt like I was, there was a part of me crumbling apart because I was letting go of identifying with something that had been part of my life for so long and, and letting go of the base, the base location that I had identified with my whole life. And when you go through big changes and you're opening new doors in life, you will have to really grieve and let go of the old and understand that in every ending, there's always a new beginning. But you must not resist these changes. I really feel like now I've been, now I've navigated this uncertainty. I feel so much stronger. I feel so much wiser and I also feel way more vulnerable to what life has to show me. Because it's a very vulnerable position to be in, to, to experience painful changes or going through a lot of grief or transmuting heavier feelings. It's a very vulnerable position to be in. But you have to allow certain things to die. And if you have that amplification of negative self-doubting thought patterns, especially since on this channel I'm moving more towards talking to creative entrepreneurs and light workers and light artists, because that's the direction I want to go in now, you are going to face setbacks. You're going to face doubt. You're going to, at times, lose lose faith in the process. And there's times where you might doubt success or doubt that you might get somewhere. But these things are obstacles that were designed for you. If we start seeing the challenges in our lives as things that are purposeful, meaningful, the best things that could ever happen to us, even if immediately your conscious mind is like, this is shit, I don't want this to be happening, and you rewire and you say to yourself, how is this the best thing to ever happen to me? Is because it's teaching me how to be more wise. It's teaching me 
how to actually learn to transmute my pain, it's learning, it's teaching me how to self-soothe, then automatically we shift our perspective. We remember our inner divinity. And we see that the universe is always packaging lessons for you, that are unique to you, and that you can handle. And along this, this journey, I've really been noticing that the universe is always communicating with me. And the universe is always communicating with you as well. But I noticed this recently because even amidst this turbulence, I've been noticing little synchronicities. And a lot of people think that synchronicity only really happens when things are flowing, things are great, things are beautiful. But I also believe that synchronicity happens and becomes prevalent in our, li in our lives during the dark times as well because it's showing us that actually we are on the right path. Even if you're going through pain, that if that pain is part of your path, then you're on the right path. And it's by really seeing this that we stop separating ourselves from life and stop categorizing things and compartmentalizing things as being good and bad and I want this, I don't want this. But really starting to see that everything synchronizes as a whole the pain and the purging and the shadow work is equally as important as the feelings of lightful, light and playfulness that we experience in life. But you must really see that the divine is always trying to help you. And this is something that I'm really learning to cultivate a very deep relationship with, is the ways in which the universe talks to me and is actually guiding me. So, for example, there's this form of energy healing that's called starlight. And I had heard about this like a year ago from a man called Vince Gauman. He's a specialist in healing with starlight and it's a high frequency uh, light energy that is used to heal people's emotional problems, physical problems, all sorts of things. But it's kind of like a, a more esoteric form of energy healing. And I recently had a tab left open or two tabs left open on my phone that were articles about starlight and about the work that Vince does because I was researching a few weeks ago about light codes and the light body which I talked about in the last weekly groceries and I became very intrigued in having a session of starlight healing with him and I was kind of like unsure about it at first and kind of left it to the wayside and then very interestingly um, I experienced the the shift in my nervous system and feelings of panic and it kind of sent me in the direction of looking for something that's going to help me looking for something that's going to heal me and help me move through this painful energy because i really recognize that actually i need some assistance right now and i think that was the initiation and those things happened to connect me more to the divine to also remind you that you're not alone even in dark times you're not alone that there is always a guiding force and it's kind of like when Dumbledore says to Harry in Harry Potter uh, that help is always given to those who ask for it, that if you actually tune in and you ask for help, you ask the universe for help, then even if it's just subtly, even if you're in a, in a position of pain and you just you say like, I need, I need help right now, I need assistance right now, then you make that be known and then the universe will communicate with you and direct you in ways that are actually very conducive to your growth. So 
after I experience, and I, I see it, it's very funny because I see it as those painful, intensive feeling, feelings of panic as being there, as actually guiding me and leading me towards starlight. Because had I not experienced those feelings of anxiety, I would not have sought and gone in the direction of looking for healing modalities. And so I came across Starlight again and I was like umming and ahhing over should I, should I invest in a session or not? And then me and my boyfriend went to an art gallery. My nervous system has settled down a little bit more and I went to an art gallery and I saw that they were selling something. I, I can't remember what it was. They were like little cards on a table and one of them said Starlight on it which is just bizarre because it's just not a very common word so I smiled to myself and I said okay universe I hear what you're doing right now I hear you and then and then I left my old flat and I, I traveled down and then I had a mini anxiety attack on the bus and I just started feeling a flare-up of like I feel so overwhelmed I feel so out of control and then funnily enough someone who is living here uh, the host's son was showing me, I, they had a cat called Dave and they showed, I said, why would you call a cat Dave? It's such a bizarre name for a cat, just like Dave. <laughs> and he said it, it was something to do with being named after Dave the rapper. And then he showed me, I was like, I don't know who that is. He showed me a song. Guess what the freaking title of the song was? It's Starlight. So I was like, okay, universe, I hear you. And this is the thing about the ways that the universe communicates with us is that we have to be very, very attuned. You have to be very, very receptive and aware of different messages that could be hidden in your environment. Because I think even this book, look what it's called, Everything Talks To Me. <laughs> and this book, I, I received this book and I had a, there's a lot of useful information that I really needed to hear at this particular time. So even this book is talking to me. There's information all around us that is speaking to us all the time. I'm sure that from this video, you've gained something where realized that I've said something and it triggered something in you where it resonated with you and it was something that you needed to hear at this time so I'm I am speaking through you to you there is different messages in your environment that's speaking to you constantly and then I was going to book a session with Vince and then I realized that he doesn't do individual healings anymore you have to do group healings and then I was like I don't know which one to do and I was still kind of doubting or not really sure about it and then the dude who showed me the song he drew we drove to the gym and i got in his car and on his dashboard he had a small plushy toy octopus and i was like okay i know what's going on here and i'll explain in a second and i was like oh, what's your octopus called because i was just i was like does it have a name because it was really cute it had like a really nice smiley face on it i actually quite like one of those it's very very cute and calming to look at um but I said, what's your octopus called? Does it have a name? And he said, oh, me and my friend, well, it's like a drunk night out thing. And we just called it Mars. And I said, jokingly, like, oh, is that because it's from a, your, your octopus is from another planet? And then I made the link that one of Vince's Starlight group sessions was called the Master Alien Octopus Activation. So I was like, okay, it's very obvious right now that that is the one that I am meant to do and I, I'm doing it in a couple of days and I really I have this very deep gut feeling that this is going to be very healing and transformational for me because I've really been wanting to work with Starlight for a, for a while. I think it's why I've been led there. But 
that's just one example of synchronistic cues that can occur even when you are going through painful times that the universe is always trying to help you and then i recently experienced and i'm i'm wanting to share these examples with you so that you can start to relate to the ways in which you can start receiving messages that are trying to help you in your environment as well but I recently opened this is like a few weeks ago now I opened my Akashic Records which is the collective the collective unconscious hard drive that we all have access to you can research it more um, where we can access basically any universal information about ourselves about past lives about the future um, but it's a form of like energy reading into universal patterns but I opened my Akashic Records and I asked to be shown uh, a past life and the one that flashed to mind immediately and I was shown was that I was a young lady and I was 22 which is how old I am now and I was wearing black and green clothing I looked like I was somewhere with very deserty um, climate because there's like mountains everywhere and like rocky mountains and I lived on the outskirts of a village where people didn't want me there and I was banished from the village I was also a botanist which explains why I find like herbal remedies very fascinating and I love I love I'm gonna study herbs one day <laughs> I really find that kind of thing fascinating I love like essential oils and I love working with plants and flowers etc but I was killed at 22 I was stabbed in the solar plexus that's what I was shown is that I had had been stabbed here because they didn't they thought I was a witch the people in the village they thought I was a witch and so I, I felt a very deep sense in that past life that I felt very lonely and I felt very isolated for being different to pe other people and I felt I just felt like just very lonely just very lonely and and like there was something wrong with me for wanting to explore things like botany and herbology and so she died at 22 and that's how old I am now and in May, in April and May, I started to hear the soft whisper in my voice, in my mind, that kept saying to me, rebirth, June. And that was all it was saying, rebirth, June, rebirth, June. And then I started to feel like, okay, I'm going through a, a lot of change right now. I'm really starting to feel like there is a more expanded, authentic me that wants to come out, that wants to play and wants to really share my bold expression with the world in ways I've never done before. Because you will see on my channel that a lot of the things that I share and have made videos on is very vague, it's very broad. It can apply to anyone. It's kind of like universal knowledge and universal wisdom that I want to share with you. But now I'm really starting to gain more clarity. And I have, that's what I've been processing these past couple of months on who am I becoming? Who am I becoming? What is my unique, authentic essence that really wants to shine through that is uniquely mine? And so I've been getting more clear on where I want to take my business, where I want to take my channel, and I want to speak more to people that want to learn about creativity and people that want to learn how to combine self-love, creativity, and entrepreneurship to infuse more light into the world. So I've really been integrating and processing what is it that I want to add into this world. And I've, I've really felt like this is a big, very, very big rebirth in my life happening and now that intuitive message of rebirth june makes sense because we are in june we are in june right now and the past couple of weeks i felt like i was dying 
It literally felt like a whole cycle, a whole chapter in my life is dying. And you must always, always surrender to the things that wish to die in your life. Whether it's a thought pattern, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a way of being, a habit. You must really allow things to die. Because it's not really the end. It's only the start of something more beautiful. And so I'm very thankful for, that's the thing I'm thankful for this week, amongst many other things, is this renewed sense of, I can handle this, I've got this, and there are beautiful things on the horizon, both for you and I. And I'm sitting here in this beautiful meadow, and I love meadows, I think this is where I just feel most at home. I feel most at home, I feel most relaxed, and I just want to quickly show you the colour of this wheat. I don't know if it's wheat. I don't know what you call it. But it's like rose, it's like lavendery rose gold. And it's just so beautiful. And I'm surrounded by it. And I'm just thrilled that I can, and I have found a way to really transmute the things that I experience in real time to share with you. So that this knowledge is not just stored within me, but it's also being transmitted to you, for you to also receive as well. And another way that, by the way, um, the universe can speak to you is through dreams and symbol symbology in your dreams and through animals. I've been receiving a lot of messages from animals right now. For example, there's a cockerel, a rooster, I don't know, I think the words are interchangeable. But there's a rooster that is living where I live right now. And I had a dream the other night of, it just felt like the whole dream, I was just like looking at a cockerel, like looking at this rooster. And it just felt like the energy was just like so potent. Honestly, it felt like an, a two hour long dream of just like me being confronted with this cockerel that was just like staring at me. And I just felt its energy so powerfully in that dream. And I've also been seeing peacocks the energy of peacocks. When I opened my Akashic records, I, I I received the message of you must flaunt, you must flaunt yourself like a peacock, and flaunt yourself like you have never done before, and do not do not worry about external reward, do not worry about external gratification, do not worry what other people will say or do, or if they will notice. Just be a peacock. And then I started seeing the peacock everywhere I went. <laughs> So these things, they, they speak to us. The world is always trying to show you different archetypes or things that must be reflected back to you. Because for example, different animals, they reflect back to us different archetypes that live and dwell inside of us. The cockerel represents dignity, power, just using your voice in a very powerful way. That's why it does the crowing and it goes is because it's trying to let us know that this is who I am. Let, it, let thyself be known. And then the peacock, for example, reflects back to us the aspect of ourselves that is more willing to show our beauty, that is actually proud of who they are and loves who they are and is, is not afraid to share that with the world. And then I've also been seeing the sunflower everywhere. Everywhere I go, I see sunflowers. It's crazy and I, I really resonate with that flower. I really feel like that is my spirit flower. If you can have spirit animals, I'm sure you can have spirit flowers, but the sunflower resembles, or what I feel it does anyway, is always 
turning towards what is light and always remaining optimistic and always remaining bright and open to life regardless of what it throws at you. And I've been seeing that symbol everywhere I go. And those things combined, the, cock the cockerel, the peacock, the sunflower, you might think that it's all arbitrary and trivial. And if you see life in that way and you see these things as being insignificant or not value added, then that's the kind of thing that you're going to get out of life. But if we see these things as being meaningful, purposeful and imbued with inspiration, then we will see that the divine is always trying to talk to us. So a mixture of all those things is really, to me, representative of having to feel and evoke more of that power through my solar plexus where I got stabbed at 22 in my past life. <laughs> it's not funny actually. It's not funny because she, she died and I'm sure that really hurt being stabbed right in the solar plexus. But for example, the peacock, the rooster and the sunflower, I all feel like they're very quite connected to the sense of I am. I am powerful. I am connected to myself. I am valuable. I am worthy. Which is all things associated with the solar plexus. So if I interpret and I see these symbols as being meaningful to and conducive to my growth, then I will see that everything, everything talks to us. Everything is talking to us all the time. And I encourage you in your life to be very attuned to little subtle cues and ways that the universe is trying to speak to you. Whether it's through things that people mention in conversation, whether it's through a gut feeling that, oh, I should go this way instead of going that way. Or whether it's through animals, like you starting to see particular animals. Whether it's through things that you experience in your dreams that seem significant or may have a message for you. Whether it's things that you hear in songs. All of these things, they are our uh, phone line to, excuse me, to the divine. They are things that are there to support us. It's like our support line that we are constantly ever connected to. You can never cut yourself off from this. You can only be <clears throat> unaware of it. Because I believe that symbols and divine messages, they are always there. We are just sometimes very blind to them because we cannot see the bigger picture. We cannot see and we are not being receptive to the support that the universe wants to give us. But when we really open our eyes and we become receptive to the hidden messages, like I, for example, did with the, the octopus and the starlight that I mentioned earlier, I could have easily just ignored that. I could have easily just been so invested in my own thoughts and dwelling on my own problems that I could not see that message trying to come through. But that's how the divine speaks to us, softly, gently and encouragingly to those who are ready and willing to listen. So my friends, I'm going to wrap up here because I'm getting quite chilly, even though it's sunny. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful here, you know. I just wish you could experience it as well in real time with me. So. I'm going to grab some of the sunshine. I'm going to pour it into your heart through the screen. <laughs> and I just want to thank you so much for being here and listening. I had a really fun time with you today. I had a really fun time. I think I haven't filmed a video in a few weeks because of what I've been experiencing, but I really feel very reconnected to my power. And this is what Relight with Catherine is about. It's about relighting your connection to your internal source of wisdom and power that is dwelling within you that is dying to come out of you and that is always there for you because for example the sun has just gone behind the clouds and it's obfuscating the light 
but does that mean the sun is not there anymore? Does that mean the light does not exist anymore? Does that mean that sunshine will never be experienced again? No, it just means that there's some clouds obfuscating the way temporarily and that's the same with painful challenges in your life. They will come and go, they will ebb and flow and we must surrender to this process and feel, feel deeply anything that wants to be known to you. Any suppressed feeling. Just be willing to see it, be willing to dive into it. Knowing that it's through that process of feeling not denying, not running away, but feeling that you can then let go and you can beat the boss and become stronger, wiser, more resilient as a result so you can upgrade to the next level. Boom! How very powerful. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Please let me know your thoughts. Your thoughts, your main takeaways, if the divine has been communicating with you recently and what is your own personal way that you communicate with the divine is it through animals or messages that you see in movies or hear in songs everyone is all has their own unique way of doing things so i would love to know what yours is and any things any symbols that you've been seeing lately and what they represent to you because i find that kind of thing very very fascinating otherwise thank you for being here and i will see you in my next video. Goodbye, folks.